characters whose fates I continued to be curious about long after the interviews were over. A UFO believer named Thor Templar, who claimed to have killed ten aliens. A pimp named Mellow T, who was pursuing a career as a gangster rapper. A young porn performer who worked under the name J.J. Michaels. As I had with Jerry, from time to time I would phone or email and ask how everything was going. Gradually, my thoughts took shape in an idea. A reunion tour. A six-month trip around the States, catching up with ten of my most intriguing ex-interviewees. An update on both them and their weird worlds. The more I thought about it, the more I liked this idea. I'd been interviewing odd people for almost ten years. I was ready for a break. It would be a chance to work in a different way, getting closer to the people I was covering, without the sense of performance that the camera inevitably brings. I hoped the changes in their subcultures might say something about changes in the world at large, the post-9-11 universe, Clinton's America versus Bush's America. In hindsight, the 90s may have been a kind of golden age for strange beliefs. Between the fall of the Berlin Wall and the attacks on the World Trade Center, all kinds of bizarre heterodoxies took root. Space creatures were abducting humans from Earth. A secret cabal of bankers and industrialists named the Illuminati were running the world. The approaching year 2000 heralded the Second Coming, or the arrival of a fleet of intergalactic spaceships, or at the very least, some glitches on your desktop PC. In 2004, I made arrangements to move to America. I compiled a rough list of the people I hoped to see, adding to those names I already mentioned a prostitute named Haley, a UFO cult in San Diego, a neo-Nazi children's folk group, a militiaman named Mike Kane, an elusive self-help guru named Marshall Silver, and, as a wild card, the turbulent band leader Ike Turner. As my departure date for the trip drew near, anxieties set in. It would be my first visit since making the shows, which, now that I thought of it, some critics had regarded as being faintly mocking in tone. Would the interviewees still be as friendly, having seen the programmes? Would they feel conned? Rather than a reunion tour, the trip might turn into a kind of referendum on my own methods. In a bid to add some seriousness to my approach, I tried looking for common themes among my subjects. I drew a diagram showing the four main sources of weirdness as interlocking circles, which I identified as sexual, racial, religious and narcissistic. Though there were some areas of overlap, I was more struck by the variety of the motivations. The militiamen of Idaho would regard gangster rap as a symptom of our godless society. People in porn generally find the idea of speaking to aliens bizarre. What, in fact, was weirdness? One morning in April, a taxi whisked me to the airport. I had a bag with a few clothes and a list of names and not much else. My plan was to buy a second-hand car in Las Vegas and work outwards from there. And it was several hours later, somewhere up above the American Midwest, that a thought formed in my mind. I realised that the main quality uniting my subjects was their alienness to me specifically, and that my long years of interest in their beliefs was evidence that I, in however small a way, must share those beliefs. Thor Templar I was driving south from Vegas through hot, flat 
desert in my new second-hand car, a 1993 Dodge Dynasty with 90,000 miles on the clock. For some reason, the vast spaces of the American West are a popular stomping ground for both extraterrestrials and the earthlings who meet them. In a way, it's a fitting continuation of the frontier tradition. Like the Old West, the UFO community is semi-anarchic, a wild frontier settled by adventurers, dreamers and con artists. Unlike other subcultures I've reported on, UFO belief is less a lifestyle than a vague rubric under which adherents either find spiritual sustenance or delude themselves, depending on your point of view, and where the clerical class of lecturers, authors and experts either minister to the needs of their fellow believers or rip them off. I myself have very little affinity for the idea that there are alien incursions into our airspace, which the government is covering up. For me, the attraction...